And now, Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. And this is After Reality. Welcome back, where we are both back from the Bachelor Nation pod on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality, Fantasy the Numeral for Reality.com, where we play our Bachelorette Fantasy game, where we play our Big Brother Fantasy game, and very soon we'll be playing a Bachelor in Paradise Fantasy game, which excites me a great deal. About three, three and a half weeks away. And I'm excited about that today. I'm excited, Kate. I'm excited, excited you're back, although we had a, a fun time with Amanda on the show last week. Glad you're here. Looking forward to talking about Avon's date, kind of your thoughts on what happened last week, and kind of eh, the infomercial was that was the Mintel all this week. But before any of that, what is the good word? I was going to say the good word is you get a cruise, you get a cruise, you get a cruise. I think that was the whole point of the Van Tell All was a, a Virgin Cruise commercial, which to be honest worked. And I was very jealous. And I was like, well, damn, I got to go to the Van Tell All next year. Yeah. Uh, so uh, excited to talk about it um, and analyze uh, a little bit deeper. Yeah. Like what a treat, like it, a treat enough that you got to attend the Van Tell All, right? And then on top of it, you got to go on a cruise. I wonder how hard it is to, to go be in the audience at the Van Tell All. Like, do you have to know someone or can you just buy tickets? I've never looked into it. I would assume it's fairly tough. I'm sure there's a certain percentage of those seats that are like friends and family friends. Um, yeah. kind, kind of thing. This, I don't know. How many people do you think are there? 300? Oh, interesting. You have to apply. You have to like give a reason why it, you are special and why you should participate. So, which is, which is a really interesting approach because like then everyone who's there is like going to be very involved and wants to be there and it's going to be expressive and a good audience. You know what I mean? Like you're not just buying tickets because you have the money. Could we apply and say we're we're media that covers the show? I wonder because like all the other Bachelor podcasts I listen to, I don't know if they go. I know a couple of them that have, have been in the past. I'm, I'm fighting pop-ups over here on my computer. I don't know why these windows keep popping up on top of, of what I'm doing, but <laughs> but I'm going to just let them be there and, and keep rolling. But it would be fun to attend that. I, I, I can say that. Um, Let's go ahead and get in. Oh, and interesting. It's also the same place that you applied to like be at a group or a one-on-one date. Like you can just go and be like, I want to be at one of these things. Wow. That's interesting. This is going to be our, our, um, our corporate outing, our next corporate outing. Can, do you think, think we could convince them to come film here in Austin? Maybe Chris Harrison can drop by and say hi. Exactly. Is he in Austin? He is. He's living here now. Um, there's this, there's this contingent out there that are like, bring Chris Harrison and Tyler Cameron back to, to the next season of The Bachelor for the highest ratings you've ever had. Um, mm. But I don't, I don't foresee either. I love either. Jesse, but we can talk. I like Jesse's commentary. Jesse's funny. Well, um, I mean, Jesse's serious in the way Chris is, but like also more in on the joke than Chris is. Not that Chris yeah. was. Chris was definitely in on the joke, but um before we get started, though, I want to remind everybody to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at After Reality Pod. Also, a reminder, subscribe, press that subscribe button wherever you're listening now. You can leave us a comment, feedback, love to hear it. Don't forget to check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com, or if you have anything that you really need to get over, Spencer at AfterRealityPodcast.com will work as well. Um, let's talk about Avon's date first, and then I want to circle back full circle on the seven hometown dates with you. They really sold the witchiness of Salem, Massachusetts, mostly with the music on this episode. It's amazing what music can do. And they say that about like horror films too. Like if you watch it without the sound, it's a lot less scary. Um, yeah, it's they were just really, really trying to creep it up. Um, and I think they oversold it because it didn't end up being as cursed as Jesse was implying. 
might have been more um well we'll get to it um rachel's still reeling a bit from tino's date and they go to the love witch who cast a love spell and it might have been the most bostonian accent i have ever heard you that you read my mind i i wrote this lady has the worst kind of crazy mixed with the worst kind of boston accent all in one oh my god how did they find her she's almost like a bit actor or something like that Oh, I mean, I looked at my wife. I was like, is there a worse accent than that right there? And she's like, maybe like the far end of like the, the worst Cockney accent. But like, other than that, there's nothing worse than this. Sorry. Sorry, Boston. I've never, heard, sorry, I've never heard it that bad. Sorry, Massachusetts <laughs> natives that I'm just offended. But it's true. Um, the, I, but most Massachusetts natives do not sound like that. That is a, that was. Yeah, this is was, like the Massachusetts equivalent of like way out on Long Island or or. Or, or what we right. might, what we might have gotten out of Tyler's mom if we had gotten to spend some time with her, because that lady looked like she was had, had plenty to offer uh, in the in the few seconds that we got with her. But fairly witchy until the lady goes to walk away, and her cape or something gets caught on that glass top table, and the table and the candles and all of their love goes toppling to the ground. <laughs> it could have actually been a disaster if, if Rachel hadn't picked up that candle. Yeah, oh, they could have set the place on fire. And, exactly. And it was pretty great because obviously that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> no, um, it wasn't. And I love how Rachel's like, does that mean we're cursed? And nobody says anything. She just, says it again and nobody says anything. And you're like, yes, Rachel, that means you're cursed. <laughs> the, the lady was like, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to burn this place down after they leave because all of all of the juju is gone and, and bad and, and I need help. Yeah, the proper the proper word you're looking for is she has to smudge it out. That's what you know us hippies in California do when you're there's bad aura. Sage was you sage That's the sage smudging thing. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> um, that night he has he being Avon has both of his parents in the same room for the first time in a number of years, and it seemed pretty pretty amicable. That is wild. Yeah, Bachelor Nation bringing divorcees back together. Yeah, we had we had a chance for it last week with Jason, but instead I liked the way they did it. They met his dad for beignets in the park and then went to see the rest of the family, which we talked about right. last week. We we liked it. I actually gave Jason's dad, um, I believe I gave him the, the winner of the episode for family member. Um, oh, I would totally agree with that. He was like, oh, he was the sweetest person in the world and just like, probably an example of like what dad, sh- how dad should act on this show. Um, I think some dads come in really aggressive. I think some dads, you know, are like, don't talk at all. Um, and he was just being a supportive father. Like, oh, just being do you, supportive. Do you have any examples of any aggressive dads that have been on the show um, in the last week? Uh, Tino's dad. And of course, like I called that red flag. Um, I think I called that red flag two weeks ago when I was like, Tino just seems like too macho or ego or something. And then you meet his dad and you're like, yes, whatever his dad is giving off, I'm sensing a bit of that in Tino himself as well. Um, that there's like kind of only one right answer and it's Tino's answer. Brought it up last week. Amanda didn't catch it. Maybe you did. Did you catch how short his dad was? He was oh no, I didn't. Very diminutive. And Tino's tall. Tino's tall. His mom was about a foot taller than his dad. It was Oh, short peculiar. King season, which... Short King season, which maybe also contributes to like the aggression, is like he needs to amp it up or be a big personality. Yeah. Bit of a maybe a bit of a Napoleon complex with him. Uh, anyhow, yeah. these parents were great. Avon's parents. Dad wants to know what attracts Rachel to Avon as a person. She cites, "Hey, like we have so much in common. Like what we want in the future." Mom is 
ask the right questions about like, can you wholeheartedly say that you're committed to Avon? And she's like, no, I, I can't. I, what we have is special, but there's also these other guys here. And she navigates it really well as she did all of the conversations. I'll ask you this. Yeah. And this is a bit jumping ahead, but it makes sense here. Can you imagine if Gabby had been the one meeting Tino's family? Because Rachel can <laughs> navigate this pretty well. Gabby. Gabby would have just like walked out or would have been like, no, you're wrong. Rachel, I, mean, I think Rachel was a little too meek with Tino's family because she could have like stand, stood up for herself a little bit. But to be honest, like I probably would have acted the exact same way Rachel acted if like I walk in and the whole family is hostile. But being hostile, I think part of it is probably like they're all sitting around with the, you know, waiting for them to come. And you probably just all get riled up about like, what is this process? This is crazy. And then like by the time they walk through the door, they were all just in negative head spaces. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you could either like be riled up in a very positive way or riled up in a negative way, but you're going to be sitting there for probably an hour or so waiting. And so what else are you going to think about and talk about? You know, it kind of depends on what that group mentality is at that point, right? It's like, it's the group mentality. We are so excited about this or is it we're worried about this? Um, and yeah. And you see both of those at on the show historically. Um, but anyhow, Rachel handled things really well here. Dad asked if Avon if he's ready to go to the next step with Rachel. And it kind of seems like he is. But both parents give the approval. Avon tells Rachel he's falling in love with her. And we don't have a rose ceremony. Um, I don't know if we will. But there's, there's three guys remaining on each side. So may, maybe not a reason for one. But. It's not discussed either. Well, in the men tell all, he, they said there was none. Yeah, later. Okay. Jesse's like, there's gonna, yeah. So, but Jesse was like, hey, the, you know, we didn't have time for the rose ceremony. You guys can catch it online at abc.com. You're like, what is happening? Oh, I missed that. I missed that all together. Oh, yeah. And, and there's a lot of people that are actually pissed about it because apparently it wasn't even on the website right away. People had to like tweet at Jesse and be like, there is nothing posted, which I think is a little evident that like, I don't know what's happening with the production team this season. But it seems a little sloppy. Um, I think them trying to do the whole two seasons has stretched or the whole two girls has stretched them to their limit. Um, I, I was going to talk about this in a little bit, but like you guys maybe talked about it last week. I just feel like we don't know anything about these guys because they've tried to smush too much into too few of episodes. And like Gabby or Rachel would say something like, oh, I really like this. Or we talked about that. And like, when did you talk about this? Or like, what are you talking about? We haven't seen any of this content. And I think... I think the product, the bachelor production team is just like probably at its wit's end because they can't get anything to, to work. Well, two questions. Did, did you watch said rose ceremony online? Was, was it just straightforward? No, do we know, I, do we I know anything? Okay. Yeah. They just gave everyone, they said that, Hey, guess what? We gave everyone roses because it was already three and three. Cause Gabby dropped the four. You know, it always is three and three. For yeah. Fan- fantasy fantasy so they're just like, stop getting rid of people. We need you to keep three people around. I want you- Tyler was gone. You think they beefed up production, the like personnel wise for this season, or that's why they're like, oh, well, like we're running all around doing these two different things, kind of kind of situation. I think that's what's happening. My, I can ask my sister; she's actually in like that film industry, but um, and I think she has some friends on the show. But she was saying like um, they decided only two weeks before that they were going to do this. So to find that many people, like to, you would have to double the crew um, to properly do this. Uh, so I think that was a little bit of a misstep. I really wanted. I want someone to address it, but I don't think they're going to admit they were wrong. Jesse and the mental all was like, this is the best season ever. And I was like, yeah. I don't know from a storytelling perspective it is because I'm not bought into any of the guys. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not double the crew. Cause this, the number of guys is the same, but you need an, a right. few more bodies, a, a, an additional lead crew. Right. Because yeah. you, cause yeah. also the, I think more guys next time. Yeah, absolutely. More guys. Um, 
but to your point, you know, we go on these one-on-one dates. We don't know that much about Jason. We don't know that much about no. Eric. Um, we Eric's know- going to win. We know nothing about him. Yeah, we didn't, we know, didn't much- know about his dad. Yeah. Um, and we didn't know much about Tyler or Avon. We knew some. We knew we knew, we knew a decent. We do knew a decent amount about Zach. Zach's the only person we know about. And who who am I leaving out here? Me. I mean, I don't know. But oh, who's left over? Yeah, Johnny. We, have, we know nothing about Johnny. Jo- Johnny. We don't know anything about him. And the I'm leaving out one of Rachel's guys. Tyler. Zach, Tyler, Avon, and. Why can't I come up with who? Rachel? Tino. Tino. Oh, we kind of know a little bit about Tino. So we know the most about Tino and Zach, I, I feel like. Yeah. And, and yeah. But no, really- I think I think they like they tried to put too much. They should have had more episodes. The fan base would have been fine with that. Yeah, the there was too much willy-nilly just burning guys off um as, as we guess. went. And you're you're good. And I felt like as we burned those guys off, we we just got too small too fast. We're, I mean, week seven. We've gone eight episodes and the mental all of the eighth episode of the season, which like we, there's just not a lot of content um, to, to, for the sprint to the finish. And I, I assume next week is the finale. That looks like the finale, right? This is like absurd. And I, I wonder if it's like, they're, they just want to get us to paradise so that like spoilers don't come out about paradise or something like that. Um, because paradise does start really soon. There was almost going to be an overlap. And so I imagine the production team was just like, they're all just running on empty. You know what I mean? They don't get a break at all um, going from one to the other. I have no idea. I, I do want to find out what's going on though, because it's, it seems sloppy. You know what I loved? I loved, um, and I, we're not at the men tell all fully yet, but Jesse sits down with Rachel and Gabby and he's like, so Rachel and Gabby, what would you have done differently? And I'm like, why are you asking them? You guys are supposed to be in charge here. You're supposed to be the production team. You're supposed to produce this. Like maybe they can ask you what should we have done differently here? Well, th- that's the shtick, right? It's uh, all season. It's been like, they're running the show kind of thing. Um, Which is like, in is comical and like insulting to like TV producers everywhere <laughs> that like these two girls who have no TV production experience can just like invent a show. Yeah. So it looks like next week, Gabby has a fantasy. Su- Actually, we probably have two. We probably have fantasy suites next week. And then the finale the following week, but it looks like Gabby has a fantasy suite with all three guys as does Rachel. Um, mm-hmm. We see something where Zach is feeling blindsided after fantasy suites, but also Zach, telling Rachel things and has gone back on things he has said. That's all yes. the context we have. Apparently Eric is quote testing Gabby. Gabby's walking away from Johnny who looks a little upset on a beach. And Jason is having to tell Gabby he wants to be honest and transparent. And maybe it isn't something that she necessarily wants to hear. Um, we do see both women at the final proposal platform. So like really who knows what's going to happen. What are your thoughts? Where do, where do you think we go? Well, I also thought like two weeks ago, there was a scene where Jesse tells Rachel that like Gabby left. And so I'm just like, what? Like, I'm so confused with all these cuts and scenes and like, what is actually real? And are they misleading us? Are they not misleading us? Um, my, my, take on, think- my, my take on what you just said was he says, hey, you're the only bachelorette here is maybe she's already eliminated someone. So there's no need for her to be there. Maybe she's eliminated all, or she's eliminated all but one. Who knows? Ah, yes. Okay. Maybe that. I think that's right. Um, I, I feel like. Uh, once again, I still think they both don't get engaged. Um, I think if anyone does get engaged, maybe it's Rachel. Um, but I don't know. What do, What were you guys thinking? What What do you think? 
Well, so who's Gabby's best chance of ending up with someone? Eric. She, I mean, like Eric is the winner and I would say Instagram agrees. Eric is actually, uh, has the most, the, the most followers of all men. Which is unfortunate then, if he is the winner because he's the best candidate to be the bachelor out of this season. Right. Um, Nate has the second most um, candidates of all men. And I think as we saw in the men tell all, I think they might want it to be Nate because they gave him a chance on the stage and they gave him a chance to address the rumors that we were talking about the other week about him, you know, playing two women at once and not telling one of the women about his child. Um, yeah. So I'm, and, I'm and, not, and the I'm, audience clapped. Yeah. I'm, I'm not interested in Nate being the bachelor personally. I don't like while the, the male leads don't have to be as good of a lead to, as the, 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 the women that are leads have to be yeah. better at the show would not to say that these two are, but no, right, yeah. um, if the cast of women carry the show better, usually than the cast of guys. So right. the lead doesn't have to be as good. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, Eric, based on their connection, like I think if Gabby's got a shot at being with someone, it's Jason. Like, really? If, like if they're gonna, if it's gonna work, is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, but that's not the point of the show. Come on, Spencer, no. you know that. I'm saying if it's gonna work, it's Jason. Um, but it's not gonna be Jason. I don't think it's anyone for Gabby. But Eric's a. Oh, I didn't get to talk about this last week. But Eric's the only one that she said that she's falling for too. Yes. And she actually told him and. The interesting, sorry, coming back to Tino and Avon's date, Rachel does tell Tino that she's falling for him. And then at Avon's date, Rachel tells the camera that she's falling for Avon, but doesn't actually tell Avon. So I would say those are her two top players then. Interesting, because I have Zach at number one for Rachel. Mm, no, it's Tino. It's completely Tino. And that's probably why Zach is blindsided, because Zach's like, thinks it's him. Mm. I, th- I think it's Zach. I think they work out together. Like, I don't think no, they work, but I, she's I, not going to choose it. I don't think, I don't think Rachel can get past the Tino family thing. Yeah, maybe not. You know, what's interesting. Someone was saying that Avon's date was actually filmed first, even though you see Rachel saying like after Tino's experience, someone was saying Avon's date was filmed first. And then they had Rachel just say that for a clip that they added afterwards, which actually makes more sense because I think she was, less rehearsed for Avon's a little bit like she just seemed a little bit calmer um but anyway I thought that was interesting so maybe like she started off with Avon and then went Zach Tyler then Tino last but I don't know because like we had Zach and Avon I'm sure got filmed right around the same time because they were both in California or excuse me excuse me Zach and uh oh. Tino, Tino. Yeah. Both, both in California um I'm sure Avon's was filmed around the same time as Tyler 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 and Eric. Yeah. Both had theirs up there in, in that part of the country as well. Yeah. I I don't know. I I feel a little bit like like I don't think Tino's that great of a catch, but I also kind of feel like he's like the captain of the football team yeah. and and she's enamored with that yes. the, that she's dating the captain of the football team when maybe she should be okay dating the offensive lineman. Um, uh, 500% agree, but that's why I think she incorrectly wants to choose Tino when she should choose Zach. Well, Isn't it interesting though, that Zach has fewer followers than Nate. So like Zach's way further. Zach's the most likely candidate, like Eric and Zach are the most likely candidate for the bachelors. Um, and Nate has the second most followers. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. No one from this season is the bachelor. Yeah. Because I, we're all struggling. I, I feel like that's the case. Like, 
Eric is the only one I'd be interested in being the bachelor out of this final, whatever, 10, 10 guys. But yeah. anyhow, um, you mentioned paradise. So let's go there. Yeah. The, I'm so excited. I, so we have in studio, Serene, Genevieve, Victoria F and Andrew S, which Victoria F is the one that caught a lot of flack during her season, but getting a redemption tour, like they like to give to people, which I get, she would have been on last paradise. And I think they gave yeah. her some time off. And now she's here. Like, but we also, well, she's also dating Chris souls during last paradise. That's right. Um, yeah. So we, we know Victoria is on the cast, even though she wasn't on the announced cast. Um, right. We also know that Aaron is back for a second go around. He was not on the announced cast. Same for Rodney. Yeah. So we, we saw a yep. hand, handful of people that are not quote being advertised as being on the show, but they didn't h- try to hide them in the, in the paradise trailers. Um, just a, a quick breeze through of who we know is going to be there. It's, uh, like Jesse's is the host, um, but then we have Andrew S. As I mentioned, Casey, who was on Michelle's season, I believe. Shanae is there. Mm-hmm. Gen- Genevieve, Jill, who was on Clayton season. Sierra from Clayton season. Justin, who was one of the late late. Was he on Katie's season or was he on Michelle's season? season? Okay. Katie. Brandon, who who went late in his season of The Bachelor. Haley, who I don't really remember at all. I think she was on Clayton season though. Michael, the single dad, Teddy, Lace, who is our one like blast from the past. She's already gotten engaged once in Paradise to Grant. I cannot believe Lace is back. Um, We know Serene's there. Romeo from the the last season. Brittany G, who I I don't remember her much at all. Kira, Jacob, the naked guy from this season. Hunter and Logan. So there's quite a few more guys that will get announced from this current season that they're just not wanting to announce yet. Logan's the only one that they've announced from this current season. So I'm curious to see what goes on there. You, Logan and Jacob, the Tarzan guy. You're right. Yeah. Um, so you, you have some thoughts or um, some hearsay on why in that trailer, they're asking all the women to leave Playa Escondida. Yes. I'm so excited. They're going to do a Casa Amor type thing. So for all the listeners out there who also watch Love Island UK or US, Casa Amor is when they halfway through, they split up the girls and guys and they basically tempt them with, with new meat, not to sound crude. Um, and they see uh, what relationships can survive through that. And they let people kind of like rematch up. Now, the one thing I took away from the, the preview is do the girl, are they going to do their own twist on it where maybe only the guys, you know, get introduced to new girls. Do the girls also get introduced to new guys? Cause you hear all the girls yell like F you Jesse Palmer or something like that. So it seems like maybe the girls are getting the short end of the stick, um, or maybe they also get introduced to some guys. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Um, because let me tell you for love Island, it's definitely entertaining. The one thing I will say is for love Island, it, it ruined some relationships, but it didn't start this, this past season. It ruined some relationships, but it didn't start any new relationships. Sorry for the spoiler, but the season's over. Yeah. Um, and uh, so maybe it, it just causes drama, but doesn't spark new love. Well, I've watched a couple seasons of Love Island. They do both Casa more simultaneously, right? The men's and yes. the women's. Maybe the, maybe the, maybe the, uh, the change here is maybe they're not at the same time. Maybe it's like, okay, all the girls go and then they right. all come back yeah. and then all the guys go. Yeah, Maybe. It'll be interesting to see. Um, but this season looks amazing. It looks like people are going in the boom, boom room right away. It looks like uh, there's some engagements at the end. It looked like what they say, two or three. 
I'm, I'm not sure. I, I just remember Lo Logan was laying in a bed and someone farted on him. Uh, yes. <laughs> this, this was one of my big takeaways. I'm sure Aaron will, Aaron will be there to stir up some drama. I'm I'm curious if his if his if his bromance James James in the box is going to be there or not. But right, yeah. will we're going to have Shanae? Will we get um, Cassidy, her partner in in villainy crime? Will, yeah. will Will Cassidy be a different person? Or Shanae, will she be a different person this season than than what we know? I hope so. I kind of want her to have a, a redemption arc. I don't know why, but I do. Um, you know what I'm curious about? All of Greg's best friends are going, but Greg is not going. Does that mean he might be in consideration for The Bachelor? Or does that mean he's in a relationship with someone? Or does that just mean he's not part of the original cast and he'll be the, the prize that shows up on, Possibly, day, on, yeah. on day three? Um, who was it that they... It was Logan, I feel like they were saying was like, the man in high demand down there, which is just weird. Like, I know. I think he just has a way of way with his words um, that makes him in high demand uh, because apparently he's, you know, as we've talked about, like a, a big man on campus in San Diego as well. Yeah. Um, you ready to talk about the mental all? Speaking of Logan. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So we had a handful, I think we had 14 guys there. So about half the cast, not counting the six that are still on the show. Mm -hmm. um, Roby who was unrecognizable from the long hair, long dark haired guy that we met earlier in the year. My guy, you would ask me to pay, tell you who he was or like that. Yeah. I could not pick him. I could not tell you for the life of me. Yeah. yeah how I forgot. Oh my God. He looks so, so different. Doesn't he? Yeah. My guy, Jordan, I'm looking at his Instagram. I was, I was a bit disappointed. My guy, Jordan H didn't get to say a whole, he did speak a tiny bit, but he didn't get to say a whole lot. Um, Termaine was there. We, we really never knew him. Jacob um, did play a role. Jordan B got to talk a little bit. Alec inserted himself some. Uh, Quincy, I forget who Quincy went in on on Logan. Is that who he went in on? Someone who switched sides because yeah. he was like, I knew from the beginning. Yeah. Maybe Mario. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Quincy. And Ethan also miffed with, with Logan. Spencer was there. Jesse uh, complimented him on his scruffy look. Not going to lie, I like Spencer better with the scruffy look. Uh, he, he, what a great guy. Mojo Rising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mario, Meatball, Logan, Tyler, and Nate rounded out that crew. And I had forgotten about Gabby eviscerating Chris for talking about fantasy suites in like week two. But that was a nice, nice to see. And also like, dude, you should have showed up. Right, exactly. I know. Super interesting that both Chris and Hayden were just like, yeah. We're, it's And probably calculated step is like it's not worth it to go on there unless you're ready to completely like apologize as jordan did which i actually think jordan is that him tarzan i think tarzan handled jacob it. Jacob, jacob sorry handled that well one of the better apologies and it was helpful that it was immediately accepted and there wasn't like a contentious back and forth on it yes as like i didn't feel like hayden was that bad in the moment and it seemed worse hearing it again all these weeks later i was like oh like that didn't sound real nice um yeah He's apologized though, but he should have just apologized in person. I'm sure the girls wanted that. Yeah, like also, like wouldn't paradise have been a good place for you? Like if you come, although theoretically they would have, he may already have been on paradise. They would have already filmed paradise, right? But I would think he would have showed up here if he was on paradise because that would give him the yeah. platform to win fans back, so they didn't hate watch him during paradise. Right. Exactly. It's funny. He's getting so much flack for like stealing his dog's toy. How he was like, I brought this ducky because this duck is like what my dog 
used through all his surgeries. And everyone's like, you took away his favorite toy. <laughs> oh, maybe it was a duplicate. Um, yeah, something like that. Also a guy dressed as, as Rambo in the audience. Um, and just, just, just sitting there. Maybe that's how you, you put that in your application to be in the audience. I'm going to come in a costume. You're going to want me there. Exactly. Uh, Logan did, was the only person that took the hot seat, which like, it's a different situation. We have two bachelorettes sitting up there. Like people don't get hot seated next to the lead. And he is confronted for robbing time from some of them uh, by, by quote, playing the field. You flirted with both of them. You made out with both of them. You dated Rachel until you did not, as Jesse put it. Which you also got ousted from the show with no allusion to whether you really did have COVID or not. I'm assuming he probably did. Otherwise, they made Jesse go live for the live for the show, and that's puts him in a tough spot. And they're having him back, so he must yeah. have actually had COVID. Yeah. Also, but I also feel like they should have just addressed it. Um, I I want like an episode where they address all the rumors. I want like that to be the men tell all. Is like let's just talk about all the rumors on the internet and what's true and what's not. What other ones did you want dispelled? Up COVID, Nate. Oh, mainly just COVID and Nate. And then I want Jesse to admit that they don't know what they're doing this season when it comes to a production standpoint. Stop acting like you have it all together. It is not all together. Yeah, bring in the executive producer and be like, yeah, like this was a really tough that person. This was a really tough season. I think it was still an entertaining season. Although Yeah, yeah. Uh mainly because Gab- Gabby is very entertaining. She has the funniest one liners. Did you hear her comment about ankles? Uh, about she was the, like, the, I love about she's like, I love ankles. Yeah. Gabby's weird. I, I, she's so weird, but I love it. Like uh, my husband always says, like I I love hanging out with people who are hoots. Like that girl's a hoot. That guy's yeah. a hoot. Like I would love hanging out with Gabby because she's a hoot. Yeah. She's a lovable dingbat. Uh, <laughs> the guys kind of give it to Logan, but it wasn't too bad. He insists, like they're telling him, "Hey, it was convenient for you to do this," and he was like, "Well, like it actually wasn't because I thought when I went over there that Gabby would probably send me home," which. She pretty quickly did. Mm-hmm. She, they probably could have found a way to keep him quarantined and moving along in the process if right. she really wanted him to, right? Yeah, but she was like, yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> like, he could have been the fourth guy. Plus, um, you wouldn't get any makeouts. It'd just be bad television. Do you have the ability to summon Virgin Voyages champagne on demand at your house? Oh, my God. That was, like, the most cringe thing in the world um, of him, like, really, really acting into that commercial that he was putting on. Do you think that's actually a thing on Virgin Voyages? I fully do. Yeah, I actually do think it's a thing. It's like I, I don't sh- know how they find you. I want champagne daddy and I want it now. Yeah, exactly. But like your GPS has to be like super specific on the on the, the maybe, boat. Maybe it's like when you get an Uber at the airport and it's like, tell us what pickup zone you're zone. in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> like we'll bring it to this general area. Yeah. I'm in pickup champagne pickup zone five and we'll see you shortly. Yeah. How but did, yeah, I think overall it was kind of a boring mental all. Yeah. The only other thing I want to hit, how did you think things went with Nate on the mental all? I think I think it went well for him. I think he got his redemption, he got his chance to say his piece. That's why if I were to say like the top three people that are maybe gonna be the bachelor, I would say Nate. I would say maybe maybe I'll do four. I would say Nate, Zach, Eric, or or I think Greg. I think Greg People are right now on Bachelor data. They were saying people are making a, a demand for Greg um, from Katie's season. Who would you be most interested in seeing out of that group? I think Eric, as you were saying, he seems like actually a very normal and interesting person. Uh, but sometimes normal doesn't make for good TV. 
Yeah, I think he's normal, but he's also seems fun and charismatic and, yeah. and, and unfortunately like has a sad story as well. Yeah. Um, so, which I brought this up last week. I want to get your take on this. Mm-hmm. Think back to the date where early on Gabby and Eric are on a date and she does the thing where she starts talking about her family and her brokenness. And then she gets up and leaves him sitting at that table for quite a while. Yeah. Do you think I asked the same question of Amanda last week? That during that conversation, he was like, oh, like, I have a family thing going on, too. My dad's dying. And and that was, like, also Gabby being like, oh, I'm such a jerk for crying about this when he's dealing with that. I don't know. Like, now looking back to that, you remember how he seemed so quiet? I And, like, I was like, why didn't he hug her? Why didn't he do something? I, I don't think he said anything. I think he... I think, I think that was all Gabby. I think she, he probably told her later. Um, but I think that was him in his head being like, do I bring up my thing now? Do I bring up my thing now? I think that's why he was quiet. Now that I think about it is like, he was like, it just made him think of his dad and he was just trying to hold it together. But that's my theory. Yeah. We'll never know. So I guess we'll see what happens. I, I think fantasy suites are going to be pretty explosive as far as kind of, yeah, we don't make it necessarily to, well, we, we have to suppose Gabby's not making it to the rose ceremony because that's the only rose ceremony sitting out there. Although they showed us that nugget and they could not show it to us again in the same way that they, we saw Logan being told you have to tell her now. And then they didn't yeah. show that either. Yeah. Um, which was probably in relation to like, you want to switch sides if I were to yeah. guess, but they could always withhold something. So we'll see if Gabby makes it to this next rose ceremony. My guess is no. My guess is maybe she ends up with one guy going to the final. Yeah. But just Eric. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. I, I, I also wonder if Eric's even there um, because I know his father passed away like very soon after the filming. And so did he, does he leave at all? You I, think, know? I think he passed away as they started airing the show. Okay. So but that would have been right after filming. So like he would have been sick again towards the end of the show. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. He, he may have had to, leave right what like that could have really sent her reeling if he was like hey i gotta call i gotta go that's what i'm i I have like a i have a weird feeling that something like that happens but we'll find out i don't know any spoilers yeah because the only thing we saw with eric in the in the scenes from the next was he's testing me her saying yeah yeah so exactly um yeah i think uh who are you right now team gabby team rachel or are you just over over the season I'm still team Rachel because I think she's the only one that has a chance to have a successful relationship coming out of this. Yeah. That that really hinges on she needs to pick Zach um, for the best shot at success. Avon's probably the second best shot. I think Tino's the least likely for success. Me too. And I think she chooses Tino. Yeah. On the other side. I always do. Yeah. On the other side, I think Jason is the best, the only shot at success, I should say, for Gabby. Do, does she pick him? Yeah. No clue, but. The only shot, in my opinion. Definitely not Johnny. What if Johnny was The Bachelor? No, I, I think Johnny like hinted at that he has like a lot of issues. So I think he'd be like a little too moody for me. Could be entertaining, though. Exactly. As, as Gabby we, should do, we should do a survey on our Instagram. As Gabby said, <laughs> I know he's hot. He knows he's hot. You guys know he's hot. <laughs> Which I think she's just like... She's just playing. I, I think that's why he's around. You know how there's like always someone who kind of gets there, gets to the end because they're like a good friend or they're like, um, good looking. they're not. 
Yeah, they're good looking and they're also like not threatening. And you also know like you're not going to really hurt their feelings. I think that's who Johnny is. Do you know what I mean? Like Johnny's not right. Johnny's 25. He's from Florida. He, you know, gets a lot of girls apparently. Um, and I don't, and he said he's not ready to get engaged. So I think Johnny's like the the friend that she has there. Jason kind of said that too, right? Yeah, like his family's like but so. In, but his is more serious. His isn't, I'm not ready to get engaged because I want to, you know, go yeah. F around. It's, I, I'm not ready because I'm mature and this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, His parents more in the vein of like, hey, we, we trust you. We know you're not going to do the wrong thing. The other parents more in the like, we need to help you make this decision because we don't trust you. <laughs> Right. I know. I'm, I, I want to raise my children like Jason's parents, like instill them to make the right decision. Yes. Um, and also trust them. Quick yeah. look over at fantasy for reality, fantasy, the normal for reality.com where we play our fantasy games. My double the fun team, Kate's lovable dingbats team. I have a, let's add that up. 700 point lead following the wow. mental men all. I have Avon, Eric, Johnny and Tino remaining. You have Jason and Zach who both could win. Um, but it's, that's a lot of points to make up. You did outscore me this week though, on the mental all 320 to 200 people are hearing these numbers that you earn points based on things you do or, uh, things you don't do. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Play along with your friends, your family, your colleagues, um, probably too late this season, but join us for bachelor in paradise here very soon. We'll try to get the full cast list. If we can scrounge it up somewhere to make it easier for you to draft in full, um, final thoughts before we leave for the week, Kate. Um, I want them to, my final thoughts are, I want them to do a double again, but I want them to do it way more thought out. Um, I actually think there's a lot of potential here. If they give us more episodes, they give us more time and they let us know more characters. That's actually my final thoughts. What about you? I don't think they'll ever do a double again, (laughs) but if they did, why not brothers or something like that? Oh, interesting. I not, not the brothers we had on this season, but, or, or cousins, like, Weren't Clay Harbor and Andrew S. cousins, or I believe? Yeah, 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 something like that, yeah. So we could have Kermit the Frog and Clay and, and uh, Andrew S. there together. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't think, I think it was too much of a train wreck for them that we might not do this again. And if we do, probably not immediately. But, yeah. But a reminder, check us out. Follow us on Twitter at After Pod, like the After TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, After Reality Podcast. Reminder, subscribe wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher, or check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. You can find me over on the Twitter, at Spencer Kitley. You can find Kate, where? Instagram, Kate Stern Gunderson, and Twitter, Kate Stern. Uh, And you can uh, tune in for lots of baby pictures. There we are. And until we chat again next time, we remind you, we like bears and Mexican food, right here on After Reality.